president, CEO, Red State Talk Radio. My friend, Scott Adams, how are you, brother? Hey, CEO. Doing great. Fantastic. Fantastic, man. Listen, this is much better sound quality. Michelle, thank you, thank you, thank you. Scott, well, before we get into your uh, scenario about uh, Pelosi and all that to answer our, our listeners' questions and so forth, I want you to shed some light on what kind of damage may be done with a Brandon Straka being arrested uh, and charged with this capital uh, invasion. What's your thoughts? Talk to us. Well, yeah, that that's uh, pretty interesting, really. Uh, he was just there. He wasn't even on the inside of the Capitol building, from what I understand. And uh, here he is getting arrested. And it just reminds us of why it is that we could probably uh, no longer trust the FBI. I, I don't trust the FBI personally. Um, and you keep you keep hearing, you know, about the uh, top brass being corrupt, but the uh, the people that that, that work the day to day jobs are straight up. But if that was the case, you wouldn't have had this coordination with CNN when they broke into Roger Stone's house. You wouldn't uh, be breaking into Paul Manafort's house. You wouldn't be setting up a sting operation with George Papadopoulos at the airport, wondering where the $10,000 was that was planted on him by the U.S. government. So, you know, all of these things, when you take a look at it, um, and you look at Straka, uh, and you look at um, Mike Lindell uh, being a victim of uh, Twitter censor, censorship, you um, can look across the board at all the censorship and all the targeting of conservative voices and uh, this is just yet yet just another example of the discredit, you know, try, them, the powers that be trying to discredit uh, popular voices like uh, Straka. And Straka, you know, um, is an openly gay uh, person that supports Donald Trump, like Rick Grinnell, an openly gay person that supports Donald Trump. They both do great work for the conservative movement. They're both wonderful patriots and great people. And um, yet their voices are being silenced. It's a really sad state of affairs. Um, and you know what's amazing too, is what bothers me the most perhaps, is that I have so many Democrat friends in my life that support this. They turn a blind eye to it. And it's amazing that they turn this blind eye to it the same people that actually bought the Kool-Aid that Jonathan Gruber was selling with, depending on the stupidity of the liberal voter, uh, they just insult them. And they don't answer the journalist's questions, and yet the journalists keep gobbling up the Biden. And you wonder what kind of Kool-Aid they're drinking to, for them to actually accept the censorship, to accept the non-answers of political questions at the top of the administration here. And to um, endorse all of these types of draconian measures, uh, it's really a sad chain of events. You know, here's Straka. You know, normally they, if it was uh, the other way around, uh, Trump supporters would be called homophobic. It's like if Trump issues a travel ban in the face of a pandemic, it's okay if a travel ban is launched by Biden, but it's it, it, uh, Trump is xenophobic 
if he leads the world in travel bans and does the right thing for the American people and the world. So it's, uh, hypocrisy at its finest. By whatever means necessary, Americans, you better understand something. They are coming for you if you're wearing uh, any type of badge that says conservative or GOP or, or anything like that, Christian, uh, uh, person of faith. They're coming for you. There are certain groups that will not be bothered. However, uh, there are certain of us who will be targeted. And Nancy Pelosi and all of her uh, people, all of her men and women are are behind this. Now, Scott, uh, backed by popular demand, man, I'm telling you, uh, I've had people who really, really were miffed that they did not hear uh, what you had to say last week about uh, certain uh, possibilities with Nancy Pelosi and her uh, stratagem for um, having power in this next two years. Talk to us about it again. Well, I just think that, you know, you always have to look at, follow the money, <clears throat> look at where the motivating factors are. And Nancy Pelosi is very powerful. Barack Hussein is very powerful. And you know, the Democratic Party is very evil. Let's not forget, CL, that the Democrats advocated, advanced, and pushed and elected a Muslim sympathizer in the wake of the 9-11 Islamic terror attack on our country. And they had the gumption to hire, to hire or elect a man like Barack Hussein Obama. And fast forward, now we're at, in, in, the, in the age of Joe Biden. If you were to look up in the dictionary uh, what a Chinese puppet looks like, and you open it up to the Chinese puppet section, it would be Joe Biden's face. Joe Biden is the kingpin of Chinese puppets. Uh, Scott, forgive me for forgive me for laughing, pandemic. brother. Forgive me for laughing, brother. But I can actually see that little uh, uh, jester-like person that the Chinese are using as a puppet, and his his exactly. face but has Joe know. Biden on it. <laughs> open up a deck of uh, open up a new deck of cards and throw those jokers out. That one of them is Joe Biden's picture. Wow. So, the idea is is that what is what are the Democrats up to? That's not by coincidence. That's by design. They were waging coups. They got two impeachments uh, to a, a, a president that loves America. And that in the wake of in the wake of a, a, a radical Islamic terror attack in 9-11, the first chance they could, they got Barack Hussein Obama, a Muslim sympathizer. Secondly, uh, in the wake of the worst pandemic we've ever had coming from China, they actually push forward and advance and elect to a rigged election the Chinese puppet of all time. And so that's not by accident. The Democrats literally hate America. And they or they wouldn't be hiring these people or electing these people in the wake of these events. It's just too uh, uncanny and ironic. So fast forward to now what we have is we have a hand-picked vice president, Kamala, it was handpicked by Barack Hussein. And then you have the um, Biden puppet that was put out there by the deep state. I'm talking about the people from the Brookings Institution. There are a bunch of um, uh, uh, radical Islamic sympathizers and radical, um, radical socialists that have been instrumental in advancing the, 
the ball with regard to impeachment and overthrowing the president, the Trump presidency. That was the Brookings Institute. Don't forget that Fiona Hill learned about the dossier before anybody else through her contact at the Brookings Institution. So the Brookings Institution is a really anti-American group, in my opinion. It is. And, it uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. And the Atlantic Council, the same thing. They're all a bunch of globalists. But here we got Nancy Pelosi. So you got this power struggle. And Nancy Pelosi, you know, I would never want to be caught in a dark alley with her because she's got the daggers. Her own daughter said, she'll cut your throat off, cut your head off, and you won't even know you're bleeding. <laughs> and this is her own daughter saying it. So the, basically the point is, Nancy Pelosi has the access to money, access to power, and she usually wins those fights. And she's vicious, thin-skinned, intolerant of anything and she will ruin a person's life even if that person's a hairdresser they got caught up in you know uh, a scandal right she'll ruin your life and she doesn't care two cents about you so i think that what happens now is you're going to see a barack obama uh nancy pelosi power struggle yeah there'll be fake smiles but in the deep throes of it they already know they can impeach Biden. And that's why Nancy did the 25th Amendment, right? Adjustment. Fit for office. Uh, tweak, tweak that. Joe's a perfect example. He's a poster boy for getting impeached. Wow. Whether it's Ukraine, whether wow. it's China, whether it's Hunter. You know, Scott, I, I hadn't, you know, Scott, I hadn't thought about that. They could actually impeach Biden and, and, and call it. This is what they would do. They would say Oh, we did it fair and balanced. We impeached Donald Trump, and now we must impeach Joe Biden, too. Right, but they won't impeach Joe Biden because um, that would then lead to Kamala Harris, and then Barack Hussein would be in charge because Kamala Harris is Barack Obama's puppet. Remember, wow. don't forget about the Jesse Smollett thing. Yeah, and yeah. And there's a connection between Kamala Harris, Jesse Smollett, Tina Chen, and Barack Obama. Uh, Tina Chen was the chief of staff for, for Michelle and, um, you know, and the, and the mayor, um, uh, Emmanuel, Rahm Emanuel was the chief of staff of Obama. So that was all in the works to push a anti-lynching uh, uh, legislation that Cory Booker and Kamala Harris were putting together. But let's fast forward. So Nancy Pelosi thinks of herself first. It's very possible, though, that the way you actually get to be have a Nancy Pelosi presidency, which don't think she hasn't thought of this, um, She's third in line. She's Speaker of the House. Uh, the, the only way she could actually do that is to not just take Biden down, but to take Biden and Kamala Harris down together. So if you start to see the conservatives win cases in the courts with respect to election fraud, it's because Nancy Pelosi wants that to happen. And if that happens, then both go, are disqualified, both Kamala and uh, Biden are disqualified. So Ukraine corruption only gets Biden. California corruption only gets Kamala. But um, if you want to take them both down, you got to go with election fraud. So keep your eye on the piece of the puzzle that is election fraud. Because if that starts to go south for the Democrats, it's because Nancy Pelosi wants it to happen that way. Both get disqualified and Nancy Pelosi becomes president. 
And, tra- and so there you go. Uh, my friend up in Arkansas, I wanted to hear that fella. I couldn't hear him, though. I got. I, ho- I know that you heard him this time. Download free the C.L. Bryant Show. And if you want to hear this kind of banner coming from Scott Adams, who has an incredible mind, love to listen to him talk, tune in the Scott Adams Show Eastern Time daily at 8 o'clock Eastern every day. The Scott Adams Show. And, hey, all of us are, in fact, um, I want you to get on board with us here at the C.L. Bryan Show and on Red State, the largest talk platform in the country. Scott, what you uh, have just talked about with us does raise uh, a couple of flags for people like you and me uh, as far as the targeting and that type thing is concerned. We, we, you and I are ready for that. And uh, you're a former wrestler. I'm a former boxer and all this kind of thing. And, uh, you know, anywhere we, we, we are together and even if we're apart and people take us on, we're formidable. But the, the, the same does not necessarily apply for a lot of Americans who don't know what to do who are scared to death do they have uh, a real uh concern in their feeling targeted too got about three minutes in this segment scott but why don't you stay with me through the break if you can okay sure yeah and i actually have something interesting to talk about with regard to the flynn's uh and uh, we could get into that after the break uh general flynn's brother charles flynn uh has now just gotten a big promotion by the biden's well. So you got General Flynn being hired twice with the Obamas, and you got his younger brother Charles Flynn now running the whole Pacific uh, uh, Infantry and in, uh, the Pacific Army. Section. Well, uh, big huge promotion. Interesting. Yeah. And so you have some so, interesting motives behind that. Oh yeah, and uh, let's talk about that after. Let's talk fun. about that in detail after the break. Let's do that. Let's. I want. I want to hear what you got to say, man. I got to hear what you got to say about Flynn's brother being promoted. Because, see, friends, this soup is thick, and let us guide you through it right here on Red State, Scott. Uh, here in this next two minutes, though, and tell us, tell the American people, is the threat real for them, even if they're not on a platform like ours? Well, the, well, the American people, the threat is real. And what we have to do is go for the Achilles heel. We don't, you know, we know the simple math is two-party systems don't work because if if we were to split up the GOP into the Patriot Party and the GOP, next thing you know, we have two parties. We might get 28% each, but someone else is going to come in with a higher percentage, uh, the least likely of the three, and steal the election. So we can't have three parties. It didn't work out so well for the Reform Party. It didn't work out so well for the USFL. So we got to keep our eye on the prize. A third party works great in the primaries. So what we want to do is focus on targeting, you know, Liz Cheney, uh, Kinsinger, and all these rhinos that are actually up for re-election, like Lisa Murkowski in Alaska, and try to primary them out. That needs to be our focus because that is our Achilles heel. We don't have unification and solidarity within our own party. It's as if we're running a party in Congress that's actually split into two different things, and it pretty much then makes for a uni party. The Democrats keep a coalition together. They will vote for an impeachment without due process and just throw parliamentary procedure out the window. Uh, But that's because they drink the Kool-Aid and they're coerced by strong-arm tactics from Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. But what we need to do 
is we don't want to be that swampy person, but what we need to do is get the pe- get the kind of representation that the American people support. And it certainly isn't the Bob Corkers, Jeff Blakes, and Paul Ryans of the world. It's not the rhinos of the world. It's absolutely the uh, Trump agenda, the America First agenda, and the agenda that protects us all with safer borders, stronger military, and smaller government, lower taxes, and all those things that we uh, you uh, betcha. Freedom of religion, freedom Th- of speech. Those are freedom works tenants right there. Scott Adams on with me. I'm CL. Be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Uh, The greatest success story the world has ever known. And if more than ever, now is a time to hold these words close to your vest and in your heart. Take it back. That's not an incitement to any type of rioting. It is an incitement for you to keep what was given to us by those who came before us. Yes, I've given you a republic if you can keep it. Can we keep it, America? That's the fight that is ahead of us. On with us is someone who helps lead the charge in this fight, president of Red State Talk, the largest talk platform in the nation, my friend, and uh, CEO of the company, Scott Adams. You're going to talk to us about Mr. Flynn and his promotion, his brother's promotion. Talk to us. What? What? What's all that about? Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. When I saw that uh, appear as an article, uh, you know, was posted, um, made news. I thought, okay, that's unusual that there's another Flynn, Charles Flynn, that uh, got promoted to the uh, uh, Pacific uh, section. So it says here, Lieutenant General Charles Flynn has been nominated to lead U.S. Army Pacific. He is the younger brother of Michael Flynn, who briefly served as a national security advisor in 2017. And Trump pardoned him in November. And so there's Charles Flynn. Right, a general, a lieutenant general, and what are the odds? So, you know, the Flynn's have been lifelong Democrats, and you know, so many in other communities, whether it's the Q community or, or um, the MAGA country, 
a lot of people endorsed this concept that Glenn was our hero and that he was he knew where all the bodies were buried and they were going after Flynn. But, you know, after a while you have to start thinking, maybe let's just flip that up. Let's just play devil's advocate for a little bit. Let's just kind of flip it upside down and see what that portrait looks like. You know, you understand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we oh, got yeah. That. We're going to flip this upside down. Let's just take a look. So if Flynn's the smartest guy in the room who knows where all the bodies are buried, right, Michael Flynn, and why was he hired with, by the most radical socialist government in history twice? Mike Flynn was hired by Obama twice. Now, he was fired by Obama twice as well, but he was hired by Obama twice. Now, he was a lifelong Democrat, and the first thing he does is he allows himself to be alone in the room with Pianca and Strzok. Peter Strzok, Joseph Pianca, Part of the FBI, when Comey said, I'm just going to send a couple of guys over, the guys went over, they had a group meeting. Then next thing you know, Flynn allows himself to be alone with Bianca and Scott. Two really dastardly duos, right? You know, the guy's having an affair with him, paid, whatever. Yeah. The point is, is that they meet up in this meeting, and according to the Plot Against the President documentary, they say the people that were in the earlier part of that meeting were upset and called the attorneys, they said, what's he doing alone in the room with those guys without an attorney? Well, Glenn's not dumb. Glenn's smart, right? 30 years, security expert. He should have known better. And he did know better. But he allowed it to happen anyway. Why? Because perhaps he wanted it to happen, that he gets picked up, they talk about the Logan Act, they talk about perjury charges, and over a perfect phone call that he had with Kislyak, which was a normal call, nothing wrong with the call, it didn't make any sense that there would be a perjury trap of any sort. And so you're to believe, then, that that case is going to last three and a half years and tens of millions of dollars in litigation over a perfectly good call that the Biden transition team had with Iran over the last three, four weeks with no one even blinking an eye, right? This kind of thing happens all the time. It's not abnormal. Right. Let so me ask you thing this. Is, is, well, and then here's the, where it gets even more fishy. You smell a fish? Well, why in the world would then Mike Flynn hire Covington and Burling? Who's Covington and Burling? Eric Holder's law firm. You're going to go to the law firm of Eric Holder and Barack Obama? Covington and Burling, that's the law firm you're going to choose, and you're going to think that somehow that's going to work out great for you? <laughs> so, so, so at some point, is, what, what is Flynn? What is Flynn doing here, right? So if you look at the plumbers, you know, in Watergate, they were paid for by the Democrats, right? The plumbers were paid by the Democrats to rob their own headquarters, then no one's going to believe that they would rob their own headquarters. They're going to bring Nixon on Watergate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Next thing you know, who now who was on the Watergate commission? Wasn't that Hillary Clinton? She was on she it. Fired. She was definitely on it. Okay. Well, wasn't she part of that Russian hoax, too, where she financed? Oh, yeah. Kelly She's no stranger to okay. these types of scenarios. No, what I'm saying is this is the same playbook. Yeah. The hoax. Okay? Where, where the cover-up is worse than the crime. One thing that Trump said... One thing he said this. Uh, one thing I learned about Nixon 
and Watergate was the cover-up's worse than the crime, so I don't get involved. Yeah, I mean, you know what? what? He said. Scott, let me ask now, you this. The reason why I bring it up. Let me let me ask you this. Let me let me, let me, inge- let me and hold that thought. Let me interject this into you. Yeah. I need you. I need you to comment on this because this is going along because people are beginning. To, we're seeing something here and we're questioning something. Now here's the question: Not being a politico, like the president was not. He was not a politico. He wasn't a politician at all. Was he then by naivete, in some cases, especially it seems like in this one and, and others. Was he taken advantage of? Was it easy to sort of thump him, to, to put him in the no, situation that, no, that eventually no, happened? Talk no, to me about no. it, because people are going to ask that question. No, the president wasn't naive. The president was outgunned, but the president wasn't naive, because the president knew just keep his fingerprints off the cookie jar, and he did, because that's exactly why Nixon had to resign, because Nixon got involved. And keep in mind, too, that while they were doing the Watergate impeachment, while they were doing the Russian hoax impeachment or train impeachment, who was president? John Dean was on CNN and MSNBC every day of the week. John Dean was the rat, that and little rat. He was in. He was in. He was in Nixon's White House, and then he was an infiltrator, a lot like the swamp creatures of today. And then you got Woodward and Bernstein, two liberal journalists from the Washington Post, and who were they colluding with? Deep Throat, right? Mark Felt. Oh, Mike. Mike Felt. Yeah. And so. Michael Felt, or Mark Felt, um, uh, the uh, Deep Throat character, was a disgruntled FBI agent. So you have the same exact play where there was a hoax committed where the plumbers were supposed to get caught in Watergate, and they pinned it on Nixon. Nixon then covered it up, and he gets the cover-ups worse than the crime. So Trump understood that. But what I'm saying is the reason why I bring it up is because one of the things that Trump was going to do is he was going to declassify a lot of stuff. But when you have your own cabinet member, General Flynn, as a cabinet member who got fired early on, the first person to get fired, he was fired within two weeks. Uh, Now to try to defend him because he's within the Trump administration as a cabinet member who got fired and now has to defend himself if Trump gets involved in declassifying information that's related to the case, which is all of the Ukraine stuff, all of the Russian stuff, all of the um, crowd strike stuff, if he declassifies it, then he gets hit with obstruction. And he did. He fired Comey. They said obstruction. They then get Mueller, and they go for more um, of the same, which is a special counsel. Once it's appointed... It makes it very difficult for you to declassify information because there's an independent investigation going on, and the declassification could be an obstruction of the investigation. That's why I think when Barr was leaving town, he then made Durham a special counsel. And then Trump, on December 22nd, had to write up a memorandum to work around to help John Ratcliffe release documents that they wanted to release before Trump left office. And it's also why Trump pardoned Mike Flynn to end the case once and for all. And that's but exactly what happened as far as that was concerned. I got another topic. I got to get to you. I got to yeah. get this one to you uh, before uh, we, we move on. Got eight minutes left 
in in this yeah. segment, Scott, and I want I want you to take some time to talk about Joe's little boy Hunter. Uh, what happens here? We talked about it last week, but the set you talked about it. You 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 clarified some things, but talk about uh, uh, Hunter Biden. What happens? Does all this go away? Do we need a special counsel? What's the deal? I know he had a bagel this morning. <laughs> Well, the Wall Street Journal actually came out with a headline story about Hunter Biden. They said he had his coffee and bagels. Yeah. Yeah. The, I don't know if you saw that, but I posted that. I mean, the yeah. idea is, is that the, the, the media, does, they want to cover what color ice cream you have, uh, what you had for breakfast. They're not interested in Hunter Biden. And the guy who owned the Mac shop, I guess, is not even with us anymore. I mean, they've covered this thing up. Uh, like uh, like the Bidens always do. The Bidens have been getting pulled over for coke possession and high on uh, heroin for years. Their, their daughter is involved with drugs and depression and all kinds of ridiculous statements that say that she has un- inappropriate showers with her father, Joe, uh, the president of the United States right now. Um, that Hunter, you know, has all those photographs and videos of him over on GTV or G News, which was this Chinese-based entity that was actually owned by Steve Bannon, believe it or not, um, and that was financed by a Chinese guy. But you can't deny the videos and photographs were were real. I'm a I'm an imaging video. I mean, I'm pretty good at photoshopping and video editing and stuff. I know technology very well. I analyzed that stuff for hours and days, and I couldn't find uh, a a problem with the images. So uh, there wasn't any it. altering. There wasn't any altering as it has been yeah, claimed. So that, that was supposed to be compromised, and the media blacklisted it. You would get thrown off the of social media if you reported upon it. It was, you know, censorship on steroids. That would have been an October surprise if it was the Trumps that were taking part of that activity. But um, that wasn't the case. It was the Bidens. So, you know, you got a crackhead heroin addict in Hunter Biden uh, that was doing business, illegal business, uh, on taxpayer dime. Um, And not only that, but he was doing the kind of business where he would take the $1.5 billion from China and use it to buy up companies in Michigan uh, that were then changing the way they would manufacture their widgets and custom make things that were tailor-made for um, uh, Chinese military parts. And they got a granted approval for that, uh, along with Christopher Hines, uh, through the CFIUS court to do these types of businesses. Who are the judges on the CFIUS court? The Scythians court judges were the cabinet members. So, for example, John Kerry would have been a judge on Christopher Hines' Scythians court approval situation. And many of the people that Biden that worked under Biden would have approved Hunter Biden's Scythians court endeavors. So that's foreign interaction with foreign governments that could lead to national security issues they have to get approved by the Scipius Court. But the Scipius Court's all flawed because the judges at the top of the Scipius Court are part of the cabinet. Jay Johnson was on the Scipius Court. Uh, you know, Eric Holder could have been on the Scipius Court. 
John Kerry was on the Scipio's court, those types of people. And so um, if you wanted, uh, if you were a Trump and you wanted to do the same thing that Hunter Biden was doing, you would have been denied, which then means that not only is it, is it cronyism, but it also um, allows for a monopoly to do price gouging because nobody else can actually get the green light that you get being the son of the vice president. And that's what, where Hunter Biden benefited. And, 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 and this, this scenario, this what you have just described, you mean to tell me that the American people are going to be thwarted of the justice that should be demanded over this type of sloth and mismanagement, unless, corruption? Unless we, have, unless we have independent investigations uh, where uh, they would pretty much have to be foreigners, because if you're an American citizen, you'll be destroyed by the Biden administration. So you've got to have a very clandestine investigation uh, that makes it almost undeniable. And that's what they were trying to do by way of um, uh, uh, Bannon doing what he was doing with the data that they got off the laptop. I actually know a personal person that got access to the laptop, um, and it's all legit. It's on that laptop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, legit. Scott Adams, tell everybody how to get a hold of you and how to uh, become a part of that huge billboard there in Times Square. Got three minutes. Take it, man. Yeah, scottadamsshow.com and redstatetalkradio.com. The billboard, we just got a sale yesterday, and we just took video footage recently of New York. It's climbing back. Uh, a lot of people are walking on the streets. Uh, and, you know, it's just one of those things where, um, we have been pushing our show hosts and pushing the conservative message in the bastion of liberalism in New York City, and it's been working out really, really well for us. Well, listen, to you and Lenora, I want to say thank you uh, for inviting us into the family three and three years ago now. And it's really been a, a really good adventure for us, and uh, I think that we have a bright future. Scott, I want to have you back next week. There's something that you're kicking off that I want to spend some time talking about, and uh, you and I will talk offline uh, perhaps over the weekend. Yeah, we're but, putting together our board yeah. on that, and we want you to be a part of it for sure. Well, listen, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer to you, man, and, and, and for you. And thank you so much. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will, Scott Adams, because you are. And thank you so much again for being on with me. Talk to you soon, bro. Thank you, CL.